0: is or are the spiritual seven when it comes to marketing. These are the guys you see all over the internet. The seven, like the Gary V's, the Damon uh, Johns, and the, the like, right? Well, out of those seven, there is a man named David Meltzer. And David, in my opinion, is probably one of the, if not the most down to earth of all of those people. And today I have none other than David Meltzer on the buzzworthy marketing show. Let's talk today about what the trends of 2023 are going to carry over to 2024. We're going to chat about the the challenges that we're going to face in 2024. He's also going to give us his insight on how to utilize AI. And he's going to wrap it up with three huge knowledge bombs straight from the horse's mouth. Let's go. Welcome to the Buzzworthy Marketing Show. Welcome to the show, David Seltzer, the one and only. <laughs> Where are you calling in from, man?
1: Oh, I'm in my closet here in Orange County. I'm so blessed to have some of the biggest stadiums. I love that you call me David Seltzer because it's Seltzer with an M, Meltzer. And I have a great uh, guy I was training one time. He said, uh, my name's Schmidt, like shit with an M. And so I'm like <laughs> Seltzer with an M. And uh, clear enough, but I'm in uh, my closet. I have some of the most beautiful uh, studios, one at SoFi Stadium, one at The Wind in the lobby. Yeah. Uh, but I spend most of my time here. I'm one of the few middle aged 50 year olds that has gone back into the closet during COVID. Uh, and so I'm back in the closet.
0: Uh, I love it. I love it. So I grew up in Northern California. Uh, so the, and then I actually spent 23 years living in Alaska. You want to talk Woo. about a cool studio? Go up on a mountain and do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I, don't, let the guys the re, i want to let everybody know i brought david in and of course my uh, i apologize my dyslexia on the melter seltzer thing is always there so i appreciate you uh, making sure that people can actually find you you know with by saying your name right so um i just i'm good with first names anyway I want to dive in and talk about, I mean, you are well known for your business prowess and definitely a leader, a thought leader in marketing, especially in digital marketing. And so I want to start our conversation and just pack this conversation with knowledge for our entrepreneurs and our marketers who are listening, right? And so. We're, we're at the beginning of 2024 when this is being recorded. So let's start with like some of the trends you thought were really positive coming out of 2023 and maybe some predictions coming into 2024.
1: Well, you know, the spiritual seven was a trend uh, in branding. So people uh, were utilizing collaborations through 2023 and it seems like they overuse them. And I am, Victimized and a perpetrator of this marketing fraud, where you see seven of the exact same people that look exactly the same that are promoted and marketed together for the greatest entrepreneurial shows on earth, you know, and not that they don't pay me well, uh but I you know leaned into that in twenty twenty three and I think it's gonna change. I see so many people realizing uh that if you truly want to impact entrepreneurs then you have to stand on your own. You can't be part of the spiritual seven, uh, the famous triangle marketing, branding, and collateral that we see on everybody's platforms. Uh, And not to say you won't see me there. I'm doing the Aspire tour. I'm doing Sigma. I'm doing Web Summit. Uh, (laughs) And the list goes on, by the way. I don't know where everybody got into that triangle. I feel like... uh, you're from Northern California, right? Like the seagulls lining up on Pier 39 and flying yeah, off in a big, yeah. a big thing. And Gary V's the front bird, and then there's Ed yeah. Mylett and David Meltzer, Tom <laughs> Billu and Patrick Bet David, you know, all lined up there. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm the if, sea if we, lion
0: <laughs> on the actual pier in the back that nobody can see, right? <laughs> right. So, that's so the, that's now the is the like trend. Damon John part of that seven because he is. like Oh yeah, all the sharks right now.
1: Yeah, all the <laughs> sharks are always included in the in the spiritual seven. Uh, but I, I see more women uh, going to be included. I, I see more two people conversations. I'm going on tour this year uh, with Dane Cook. a little bit of outside Uh, two people with participation, you know, two, 3000 people at the YouTube theater, uh, a smaller theater setting, not all the salt Delta centers in the Madison square gardens with the spiritual seven. uh, but, I think you're going to see I heard, more conversations. I heard that
0: the LA, the LA uh, stadium is open now. I don't think they're going to be using that for a couple months. So maybe there. Yeah, there you
1: go. It is. And I'm right down the street. I have a 10-year lease at SoFi. So I have the biggest waiting room in the world. If you want to come and visit me in my studio at SoFi, there's 65,000 seats to wait for me. Uh, but more <laughs> importantly, I, I, I see that trend dying. Uh, Dane and I, I think, are going to lead the way in more conversations that include the audience. You know, that's a awesome. lot of Q&A, mm. smaller, intimate settings, masterminds that are in person. Oh, that mm-hmm. that's the other side of it. Yes. You know, I think people, people miss Huge. in person and I'm really good in person and I can't yeah. wait for people to take value in person uh, more than they have in the past and be willing to make an investment to pay to meet someone in person and yeah. ask for help.
0: Well, if you have any room for short, bald, bearded guys that know a little bit about marketing, I, I know a guy. so <laughs> I love. It. Yeah, well, we got plenty,
1: plenty you know 200 dates this year already scheduled for me, so oh, wow. we're always looking for every type of person, but especially anyone that's short and bald, uh, you know, I, I'm, I love people that are my size, and I love people. If you're bald out there and I'm working on it, remember, grass doesn't grow on a busy street so it says something about you
0: i love it i love it all right so um i i I love the fact that we're talking about getting personal again right like it's not the big panel and it's it's like a parade like you're talking about the spiritual seven i feel like we get paraded these people get paraded in front of us right and it's like ooh ooh and it's not really a lot of meat right i was just yeah. at tnc uh, traffic and conversions and they moved it from uh san diego over to vegas yeah. i actually left through the after the first day i didn't actually go back to the second and third day because i'm like i've been here i've only been there like maybe three years. Cause like I, I tried my first time right before COVID hit in 2020. So the last three years I've gone and I'm like, wait a second, this is just regurgitation. Like literally Ryan Dice's signature talk right at the beginning is the only thing I got good, really good information and I could have watched that on a recording and i was like, why am I here? I, I, I went home. I was like done. So yeah. I think that you're right in that the trend is about getting more personal and letting the those panels, I think is what you were kind of alluding to, where we have the audience coming to, with their questions and letting just a, a small handful of experts respond to those questions so everybody can get something from them. And I love that. Those are some of my favorite state time on stage is those conversations where there's multiple people able to kind of banter back and like, yeah, I got this idea and then this idea. And then the audience is just like sucking it in. I love that. And with all that information, though, we're still getting a lot of challenges what do you see the biggest challenges for marketers and small businesses out there in 2024
1: i think the biggest challenge is the marketers themselves uh, i have never seen i i'm a lawyer who you know sold legal research online to make my money uh, uh, i admittedly and people know this about me you know, I was a liar, a cheater, manipulator, overseller, and back end seller to make my first millions. And mm. as a sports agent, it's almost a common thread, uh, you know, and in sports marketing and entertainment, I saw a lot of it. It's also genetically and energetically inherited by me. So my dads, my uncles, we're great car salesmen and real estate guys, but I will, I will tell you this. I have not met a bigger group of bullshitters than people that are in digital marketing or nineteen-year-old life coaches. I mean, and so I think the biggest challenge is is people that look like you and I, people like look, you and I are ready for, to do digital marketing. And there's a bunch of young piranhas that are blowing smoke so far up middle-aged mutant turtles' asses like me and you, and they are getting ripped off worse than lawyers, agents, and mm-hmm. entertainers and publishers. Mm-hmm all the insurance, bro, all the scumbags that I grew up with outselling and Mm -hmm. overselling, Mm -hmm. I have never seen so much bullshit about, let me just give you a rule about digital marketing. If somebody tells you they know what the F, you know, three grand a month is gonna do for your brand, they (laughs) are lying to you. There's trillions of variables, they are lying to you. If you don't find someone that can test and go, then go away and so exactly. stop buying the bullshit and that's the biggest challenge is the marketers
0: and the bullshit oh and ai is making it even worse but back <laughs> to your point point, in i mean i deal with that every day as a fractional cmo right yeah. i'm dealing with guys who went through have usually by the time they get to me they've gone through a handful like at least a half a dozen agencies Agencies can be even worse than those individual marketers because agencies, I was just talking to a, uh, author friend of mine. She just broke the world record for summiting the most, uh, second peaks in the world. Like she did all of them. Right. And she wrote a book. Well, as she was writing the book, she had an agency like, Hey, we're going to blow you up 20 grand a month. <sighs> and was, and when I got, when she got introduced to me and I'm like, Hey, let me help you with the, 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 the. And she's like, yes, I want to do that. She started telling me about that. I'm like, so how long have you been doing that? So, oh, yeah, about six months. That means she's $120,000 in. They haven't even touched her book. They haven't even touched yeah. what her offer was going to be after the book. All of that stuff. And I'm like, $120,000. I could have put you on TV for less than that and got 10 times worth and done nothing.
1: (laughs) And those stories, sadly enough, I know we're laughing out of misery, like because there's people that we care about. I get them all the time. You know, I have a huge coaching business, and part of what I do is help to trust and vet people. And it's amazing. Like really super successful people like buy into ego and bullshit and they allow themselves, you know, Oh, I'll get you on Dave Melcher's podcast. And they literally are sold that if you, you know, I love my podcast, but (laughs) it's not worth 50 grand to come on 10 grand. I can back that up with business development, post-production content and distribution. I I quantify (laughs) what you can get for 10 grand. If you really want to be on a big podcast, but they're selling it sometimes for 50, 70 grand. There's like like PR
0: firms selling it? Yeah, yeah. I think they're the second worst. I I think they're the second worst than than digitals. Don't you (laughs) think? I I think that PR firms are second worst to digitals. And the reason they get away with it is because the KPIs are so fluid. And there is so much of that ego centered KPIs out there, reach and frequency. And I'm like, yeah, but who are you reaching? And is are, is the frequency even matter? Like, it's, just, it's the second worst. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah.
1: I, I pride they- myself. I, I think my biggest value in this respect is I've stuck to my guns mm. and I built a community of powerful people that want to help each other nice. and know people that could help each other. And if you ever want to read an article that's aligned with my belief system, it's called A Thousand True Fans. And I Ever. truly believe if you get a, tr- a thousand true fans, oh, that yeah, your yeah. grandchildren will never work.
0: Exactly. I love it. Yeah. I tell people about that on their their email. Better than 12 million
1: fake ones. Trust me. There you
0: go. I, I'm telling you that. I mean, people think that their likes and on social media and stuff like that are going to blow up their business. I'm like, no, these are all empty. Um, they're just BS. KPI. It's AI, half of it. Half of it's AI. Yeah. Oh yeah, bots. They've been they've been plaguing us on social media forever. Like I I now work twa- towards automating uh social media for my service-based businesses so that the SEO can work in the background. Because nobody's hanging out at my dental groups uh social media channels. Like what <laughs> what is the the most Awesome thing to talk about teeth today. Like nobody's doing right. that. That's actually going to go. If and they are, you those. should report
1: them to the FBI.
0: <laughs> true, true statement. <laughs> hey, we're, we're. I don't want to run out of time. And there's two things, two more things I want to ask you today. One, we talked, we just touched on it a, a couple minutes ago. Was AI? How? What? What is your take on AI as it comes to marketing small
1: businesses? Oh, it's so easy. AI is a servant, not your master. So look for the capabilities that you can replace with AI, not the person. What I have done, and I did this in 2023, I took every one of my valuable people and I say, what are you doing that's invaluable? And 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 what can I replace? You know, inputting things, responding to like all of the and I have saved literally millions of dollars by taking things off of my people's plate, Mm. giving it to AI or giving it to Mm -hmm. VAs. Mm. And then allowing them to only do shit that makes a lot of money, mm. not manual stuff, right? I wish yeah. AI and it will someday clean my house, right? Yeah, AI, because you don't need
0: my little thing, my Roomba does that, it's using yeah. AI. It, it I'm, talking every, I'm talking about everything in my house. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you got to get a, a June lot of oven, wife, a lot of David, wives got to get there a like... June oven, it's the smart oven. right the that i'm I, we're, we're collecting robots we get you it's a servant So
1: my point yeah. is the ai is a servant not your master don't be afraid of it remember this last thing to say about AI as we get to the last point because i will tell you remember a hammer can build a house but it also can knock it down right ai can build your house but it also can knock it down so use it as an appropriate hammer and mm-hmm. you will build houses for the rest of your life
0: I love it. Yes. And I mean a, a person with a hammer is thinks that everything's a nail. Right? right. <laughs> and so it's like you got for content. You have the same worth. sense of humor. <laughs> it doesn't have to be the only tool. I see so many people who are like, "Oh, I'm getting rid of this and I'm getting rid of that." And i was like, "Listen, AI is what a tool that we use to optimize our time. Period. It's a time saver." AI doesn't create anything new. People forget that, right? So when I do my research, I use AI all the time because it it brings a bunch of data to me so that I, as a human being, can synthesize and then process. And I might even give it a feedback loop and say, hey, listen, now that you've got this information, I want to take this part of that information. I want you to now use it to do blah, 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 whatever that is. Something that would Ah. manually take me longer or one of my VAs.
1: Yeah, when you have a lot of content like you and I, one of the cool thing is have your employees take an email response and say, respond to this email as if I was David Meltzer, speaker, author, entrepreneur. Love and it. and it answers it better than if it was me. Or, you know, translation's a big area that AI is gonna be huge in. It's oh, huge. You know, go ahead, you know. And when I say translation, not just languages, but you know, I study the Course in Miracles. And I'm like, hey, can you rewrite this passage of The Course in Miracles as if you're, you know, David Meltzer, speaker, author, entrepreneur. Now it's putting it into my
0: language. Love and it. I'm like, oh shit, that's what that means. That's cool. I love that. That is awesome. And another thing that I'm seeing a lot of is utilizing the automations of those. So not only letting it chew the big data for you, but then automating the steps from the entrance to the out uh, the output of that data is is huge, and that's something that we're trying to show, you know, small business owners. Like there are things that you do, like you were saying, wrote uh, stuff that just automate has to happen over and over and over again. It's like those are the things you automate. There there is a formula. Once you have a formula, you can automate it, and AI is going to do a really good job of that. So I want to make sure that we have enough time because you know I follow you on LinkedIn. You're one you're one of the few people I do. And you always have like these really cool quips of genius advice for small business owners and other marketers and stuff like that. So for our aspiring marketers and our, uh, our energetic entrepreneurs out there, what is your advice for 2024?
1: Community. Let's change the paradigm of business. Don't worry about making money. Don't worry about the outcomes that you think you want. What I want you to think about is building a community because as a small business owner and an entrepreneur, you've never had through marketing a greater opportunity to reach 7.6 billion people. And if you're Mm -hmm. focused in on outcomes, you're gonna be in trouble. Utilize the strategy and perception that I'm going to build a community of people that are going to help each other and know people that will help each other. Those are people that will do two things that are guaranteed over time to make you one of the biggest brands or companies, product services, solutions in your expertise or topic or subject matter. And it's very simple. People who build a community of people that want to help each other and know people that can help each other They will buy from you for life and sell for you for life. Mm. And there is nothing more valuable. And when I met Gary V seven Super Bowls ago, I was so stupid. I was with AJ doing some consulting on his sports agency. We're at the Nike suite. Everyone gets excited. They're like, oh my gosh, Gary V is here. And I turned to AJ Vaynerchuk, no lie. And I'm all, who does he play for? (laughs) Gary's like, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know. Well, because I'm a middle-aged mutant turtle, bro. And I'm 50 years old. I don't know what Gary V is. Anyway, Gary told me, hey, man, for the sake of what? Why, why are you going to invest all this money in building a digital brand? Why do you want to have a podcast? And I said, because I want to build a community. I'm going to make this investment. And if the only outcome I have at the end of the year, it's in you know, late January is the Super Bowl. Back then, I said, if all I have is two people that will buy from me and sell for me, Every year, I in, when I'm 70, 20 years from now, I will be the most notable successful person in my subject matter or topic or expertise. And it has accelerated at a faster pace because two times two times two times two is oh, two yeah. million times two million. And yeah. that's a pretty big audience. Tiny compared to the 7.6 billion possible, but yeah. two million people follow the thousand true fan formula. Build a yes. community in 2024, you'll be thanking Uncle Dave in 2025,
0: I promise. I love it. I love it. And I think that it's important to, to, that you you said like a year, you know, like it's it, communities don't happen in a quarter. And and quarter really, day. to be honest with you, as, as far as small business owners and, and the people, you know, us E-level celebrities, you know, way down here in the E-level, um, you know, we have to wait. You know, we have to work at this for years. You know, I wrote my first book in 2021, right? my I'm slowly getting that community up and, and you have to continue to work it and yeah, you got to show up every day. And like you said, if you could just get two people to listen to you in 12 months, 12 months, that's a small room for 12 months worth of work. But yeah. the compounding effect that you talked about is so huge. It's what I talk about in the rule of 26 is the compounding effect. And that leverage, when you do get those Honest fans, the engaged fans, the people. I have one guy. If we ever have a mistake in a podcast, he emails us immediately because he's the first one to download it. I know every morning yeah, at, at like, like, Melzer. You're not or you moron. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to definitely tell me that. And that's my wife's going to laugh at me for doing that because she knows I'm horrible with last yes, names. I'm yesterday
1: like, I did an interview and I was reading something because we're doing it virtually right and i accidentally made the mistake of looking down at an email while i'm on it. and for some reason i forgot i was a visual right i'd give the biggest yawn in the middle of this guy's answer and thank goodness he's from australia with a great sense of humor he's like am i uh thrilling you david because he goes <laughs> like are you serious so don't worry I don't even know. All of us make mistakes, and I take it as a compliment that you had me on here. We're going to do so much more content, meet each other in person. I'm going to leave you with three pieces of advice as well. Uh, The three best ways to get and maximize the difference. One is AI. Dive into AI. Trust me. Mm -hmm. Two, keep your people skills honed. It's gonna be a huge differentiator in the world. Those mm-hmm. people that can look somebody in the eye and give them a hug, make mm-hmm. them feel away in person on stages and panels and and wherever you are, just meeting at a, a booth, it doesn't matter. And then the last one is interesting. Uh, I believe you gotta lean into the AI, you gotta lean into personal skills, but lastly, read. There, this whole problem of real and fake your mind needs to know the difference between real and fake. And the best way to exercise your mind to do, uh, realize what's real is reading. Reading is the workout for the mind to know what's real. Those people that use AI that are, have people skills and know what's real are going to exponentially attain what they want faster with the exponentiality that Michael and I are talking about. Email me, david at dmelter.com david at dmelzer.com. i'll send my book i'll sign it for you i'll pay for shipping and the book and uh, we gotta do more together my brother thank you for awesome. having me
0: i love it hey guys uh this is uh, gold here you gotta grab his book um i'll give some more information here right after our outro david thank you so much i told you guys it was going to be amazing oh my gosh i love talking to people as smart as David and as humble as David. He is such a pleasure to talk to. I'm really looking forward to having him back on the show uh, in a season or two when when we can squeeze him into his uh, squeeze us into his schedule. Hey, by the way, if you haven't subscribed to the show, you need to make sure that you are not missing episodes like this. I am bringing the heat this season you've seen it in the last season if you're just starting with us make sure you subscribe and like and give us some feedback we'd love to learn how we could even make it better but until next time stay buzzworthy